welcome to the Retreat House Podcast. I'm your host, Angela Smith. I've invited a friend to the table to share their story. Come and join us. Welcome to the table. Here we are at the end of season two. I cannot believe, I cannot believe I've done two seasons of a podcast. You know, two summers ago, I didn't even know that I was going to do a podcast or maybe I'd gotten the equipment, but wasn't even really sure if I was going to do it. And here I am like almost 90 episodes in. That's just crazy. So to wrap up season two, I thought it would be fun to bring someone in and let them take over the podcast and ask questions and just to reflect back on the season I just thought that would be fun. So I have invited my friend, Terry Norby, to come and take over the podcast. Terry is a friend from the Set Apart Conference that you may have heard me talk about. It's a women's conference that's held at the University of Northwestern in St. Paul, and we serve on that committee together. She's actually one of the co-chairs for it and have gotten to know her through that and really just appreciate her as a friend and appreciate who she is, especially how she seeks God. There's a lot of things that I've heard her say that I end up just kind of taking in and those are the little mantras that are are coming back to me. So I'm so excited to welcome Terry to the podcast. Welcome. Hey, thank you so much. It's funny when you say take over the podcast, like I am grabbing this microphone and going for it. This <laughs> I'm is so control. fun. I know. I love it. Look at you. That's a, that's a let go, a release. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's not so, something I usually do. Let yeah. Go. Well, that's very <laughs> fun. Controller. I feel very honored and super grateful to be here. So thank you. I love that you're giving me this opportunity to just um, do what I love, which is to talk to you and to dig deeper into your life. So that is super fun. And I also want to say congratulations because that's a huge Thanks. accomplishment and it's very easy I think especially in this industry to to stop because you don't see you can't always see what you're doing Mm -hmm. you're kind of by yourself you're putting out the content but you don't always see and I think I think there's so many times when God says just stay faithful Mm -hmm. and sometimes I'll show you what I'm doing and sometimes I won't but I've called you and you just stay faithful and so your obedience and your faithfulness and then you make it so fun we Mm -hmm. love listening to you (laughs) we love hearing your guests you pick great guests and so it's been really really fun to watch you grow in this whole process for the last few years so thank you for giving us what you give us yeah thank you yeah that that doing what God has called me to do has been something I've had to come back to when when measuring the success of the podcast I mean, it's nice to see numbers rising. It's nice to see that there are more people listening, but that the success goes back to God called me to do something. I was obedient to that. Exactly. I am successful. Yep. Like that's the rest. That's is how we measure it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Well, when you you started talking about that, let's just dig into those those numbers a little bit because do you look at how your podcast is going? Do you use the measurements the industry uses? Do you look at subscriptions and all that kind of stuff? Well, I think a lot of people use downloads to measure how many the the growth and because of the way that I had things set up originally, mm-hmm. I don't really see downloads. And then I did track it for a while, and I'm not sure how accurate the mm. downloads were. So I decided that I would just pick something yeah. of the analytic data, and I would watch that. And if there was growth, then that's great. Like, as long as we're growing, like, as long as the podcast is growing. So I decided to watch, to monitor the RSS feed, which is the feed. Now I'm going to nerd out. The I feed, love it. <laughs> the feed from, like, because it's a blog page that I'm putting it up on. And that feed is what I put to Apple and Stitcher and 
and uh, Google. Okay. So you can get to the podcast and when you're subscribed, which I hope you are all subscribed, mm-hmm. um, you can then you automatically get the new episode. So that is the number that I've oh, been okay. decided to watch from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And at the beginning, there were, I think there were 100 people, which, you know, very first few episodes in season one, which was so fun. I thought, God. That's a lot. Doesn't it feel like a lot when you just began? Yeah. I mean, that seems like mm-hmm. who would even know to like, listen? Do I know 100 yeah, people? Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. So that was really fun. And then at the beginning of season two, so monthly, you know, subscribers. So there are four episodes. Mm-hmm. So monthly, it was 800, which would be about 200 a week. And at the beginning of season two, and then I looked and to date that we're recording, it's it's averaging now about 4,800 a month, which that's amazing. is... 1200 people mm-hmm. a week so mm-hmm. yeah that's, that's that's huge growth yeah so what do you do with fun. that when you look at those numbers that's obviously not to say look how great I am but what does the Lord teach you about those numbers what are you supposed to do with them well it was interesting during the season because I my website is through Squarespace mm-hmm. and Squarespace was having an issue on their side with the analytic data mm. and so all of a sudden all my numbers plummeted and I thought Oh my goodness, which is why I was tracking downloads for a little while. And I started panicking and I thought, are people unsubscribing? You know, and then I went back and looked at the last episode that I had done before the numbers started drying. Right. I thought, Did I say something? Yeah, was there something controversial? Yeah, on? or offensive. And then I once I contacted them, they said, no, 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 it's, it's on our issue. end. Yeah. And so it took a couple of weeks actually for that to get figured out. And so then I started doing downloads and downloads weren't matching what the subscriber Mm. feed numbers were. Okay. And so then like at all, they were really low. And so I, that was when I had to go back again and, and remember where is my success? My success is being in, being obedient and friends that I would run into would say that they were listening. And so I thought, okay, there are still people listening there are still people getting something out of it. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to keep moving forward and then once that got fixed then then the numbers were fine and then I did the Enneagram episodes and that's really when everything exploded yeah yeah that's a very popular topic right now for (laughs) sure for sure well with that what other goals did you have for evaluating season one and then going into season two what were some of your goals for season two and and did you accomplish them I really want to have a diversity of voices. So diversity in background, culture, color. Um, the one thing I'm really lacking is gender. Oh, <laughs> I, yeah. A lot of my guests are women. I don't have that many male guests. And I don't think I've had any male guests of color, which I, as I was looking back, I thought, oh, that's, I would, that's a, an important voice. So when I decide to cover a topic, I want I'm trying to be conscious of who do I know that can speak to that? Who do I know who something about their life has spoken to me? Hmm. And then are there people I know who can bring a diverse voice to the conversation? Right, right. Because I, that the whole mission of the podcast to bring people to the table, yeah. because when we hear each other's stories, we learn more about ourselves and the world and about God. I think it's it's easier to do that on a podcast because especially so thinking about some a person of color there's a cost there's a cost for them talking mm. about their experience as a person of color 
And if I can provide a platform or a place for them to tell part of their story, there is still a cost to tell that story. But if they can tell it once and then it can be shared right. again and again to right. to educate not only on them on their perspective as a person of color, but then whatever the topic right, whatever the topic is. is. Yeah. Too. So that's something that's been important to me. The the way that my uh, website is set up is that I can see there's a bar on the side and it has mm-hmm. all the pictures of my guests. Mm-hmm. And it's just really fun to look over there and see the the variety of people, yes. the diversity of people. So that's yeah. something that was important to me. And with the exception of having more male voices, <laughs> um, I think I accomplished that goal. And is that a goal that you want to have? Do you want to have more male voices or do you feel like you have a demographic that you want to stay I, in the female realm or what do you do. think about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to have more So diversity male across voices. the board in all, mm-hmm. yep, in all ways. Gender, color, yep, yep, position, you know, what people are doing. I think what something I really like about doing the podcast is, you know, I struggled with starting the podcast because I'm not a big name person. You know, I'm not a Jen Hatmaker mm-hmm. and, or an Annie F. Downs. And Annie F. Downs lived in, lives in Nashville. She knows lots of people who are well-known right. in Christian circles. And so she has these well-known people who are her real friends, friends on the podcast. Mm-hmm. And so I struggled with, well, I don't know that many well-known people. Right. But what I have grown to love yeah. is having people who are really my friends that are just regular people that yeah. other people can look at and not that we can't relate to people who are well known but it, it, I guess it feels more accessible right real people me. real stories mm-hmm. just what God is doing in their life right and if you can hear it from the ordinary person that might live next door to you you can also do or obey or step or whatever the mm-hmm. Lord might be saying to you mm-hmm. and you've done that you've done that really well thanks so it's been beautiful tell me a little bit about what you've learned about yourself this last year in year two what have you learned about yourself that is a good question thanks I think during that time when the analytic data was down yeah. there was a lot of a lot of doubt that I was having about doing this um, I've also doubted several times because it feels like mm-hmm. I'm cr- it almost feels like I'm creating it in a vacuum yeah and so I, I don't get a whole lot of feedback about episodes and comments or emails or anything so sometimes I wonder like is, is anybody, anybody out yeah there? Are, are you hello <laughs> right exactly and so what I've learned is like my that I have influence the podcast mm. has influence and I, a lot of times, will doubt it because I'm not hearing back from people. So I feel like, well, mm-hmm. how could this be influencing people? And I had a, a friend of mine say, we were talking about the podcast. And I said, well, you know, at the time, I think I had 700 weekly subscribers. And she said, that's a big church. Right. Like, if I was a pastor of a right. church that had 700 people attending, yeah. I would feel like, wow, I have a lot of influence. Mm. And so to put it in that kind of measurement helped me realize that what I am doing has influence and I need to steward that well. And the problem with me not taking it seriously is that's just unfair to people who are listening. Mm. And that's that's not how I want to steward Mm -hmm. my time or what's in front of me and what God is putting in front of me. I want to take that seriously and and do it well. And yeah, I just want to do it well. 
That's yeah. yeah that is it, it, that's a good picture. If it were a church, that's mm-hmm. a really good picture, and that he's doing it. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, what do I believe about myself? And would he say that about me? He doesn't. So then, yep, I gotta walk forward. Yeah. That's, so it's been really great to have friends who, you know, say, "Oh, I listened to this episode, and that it meant something to me," mm-hmm. or. You know, or like the the friend that said, "No, you do have influence, and you need to stop doubting that." Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, all right. Let's talk about some of your shows. Mm-hmm. Do you have one in particular that stands out? Is there a most memorable show, and why would that be the most memorable show? I've had a lot of people on this season that I did not expect to get to have them on. People who I asked, and they said yes which is another thing I guess I've learned that people can say no. And I've only had people say no who didn't have the time to do it. It wasn't that they didn't want to be on right. my podcast. They yeah. just didn't have the time to do it. And I think the biggest surprise yes for me was when we were doing Set Apart yeah. and Jill Briscoe had come into town. I knew she had you know some margin time and I thought, well, I'll just ask. She can say no. And she said, sure. And so we went, I went to meet her and I thought, okay, it'll just be an hour. We'll record the podcast and I'll leave. Well, we ended up talking for an hour and a half and then we recorded for an hour and then talked for another hour. And I was like, I just spent three and a half hours with Jill Briscoe. And I was like, am I glowing? I mean, I know she's not God, but I felt a little like Moses coming off the mountain. Yeah. And that conversation with her was so so fun and I forget how I I think because she's so serious when she's speaking and she's so about the business of Mm. God and what he has put her on this earth to do Mm -hmm. that she's funny yeah she is funny and Mm lighthearted. so it was when I listened back to the episode and the editing process I was like oh my gosh that was that was so fun it was a good reminder that that's fun and she's fun and she's she is serious about and works really hard at what God is I mean, she's amazing. She's amazing. She's amazing in so many ways. I mean, you had her as a guest, and we know her as a speaker, but I think some of us that got to see the behind the scenes, she's mm-hmm. very generous with her time, but she's so she's just a normal, normal, normal person. Mm-hmm. So does she doubt herself sometimes? Yes. Did she ever think she'd be able to do this? No. How was she as a mom? Her She shared her mom's heart. You know, mm-hmm. she just was really... And her grandmother heart. And her grandmother heart mm-hmm. and her churchgoer heart and what happens in church life. And she was just um, such a real person. So she's she's influential, I think, not only that she did your podcast, but then to give you perspective about um, she's been doing this for a long time and she doesn't she's not looking at her stats. She's not worried mm-hmm. about what people's opinions are about her. She's just about the work of Jesus. And so I think even in that, it was a it was a neat thing for me to watch, I bet, for you as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that was she probably was, I did not expect her to say Yes. Yeah. I really thought it was going to be a no because of time. Yeah. It doesn't matter. She didn't say how many subscribers, how long will it take. She doesn't care about any of that. She's Mm -mm. like, oh, do you want me to talk about Jesus and share my story? Absolutely. Yeah. And she just says yes. And Mm -hmm. so that's a good reminder for all of us. It's. Yeah. Well, and then she did so much more than. Yeah, she does. (laughs) What I was expecting. (sighs) That it was fun. She was fun to have in town. Any Mm -hmm. others that were super memorable? There was one person you had on twice. Do you remember who that was? Yeah, I had Eddie Koffeltz on twice from the New Activist and Relevant podcast. And that I was so fun. I was at IJM's Liberate Conference, 
and I saw him and I thought, oh, I should go talk to him. Oh, this is one of this. Like if I had to answer celebrate weird, I just get so weird and awkward sometimes. <laughs> and I saw him. And so I kind of walked by and I looked at him. And I think he saw me looking at him like I was trying to figure out if I should go and say something because because his interview style is one that I tried to emulate when I was doing my podcast Did because you? he is such a good listener. You can tell by the questions he's asking that he listened to their answer oh. and it's really a conversation. Yeah. And so I wanted to tell him that, but that weekend he had, he was, yeah. they were doing the new activist. He was the, one of the MCs for the event. Anyway, you don't want to be one of the fans. Yeah. One of the, mm-hmm. I really, but I wanted to thank him for yeah. that. So I went over and introduced myself and said that I, had this podcast and I had just had Jonathan Maradon, which we'll get to that in a second. That was so fun. And he had heard the episode. He had listened to it. He had listened. Mm. He had already heard it. And then he was like, I want to be on your podcast. And I was like, okay. I don't even have to ask. You didn't even have to ask. No, I know. Which I don't think I would have because he was so busy and he's so busy. And so that was really fun. And then when we recorded the episode, he, you know, was kind of embarrassed that he had invited himself on. And I was like, I'm so glad that you did. Right. And then when I was doing the marathon mm-hmm. and training for the marathon, that had come out of, he, he and his daughter had done Dress Umber. The Dress Umber. And so then I asked him to come back because I really wanted to do an episode educating people about international justice mission because as I was going through the process of training for the marathon, I was surprised how many people did not know about IGM or did not know that slavery right. still existed. Yeah. So he was super generous with his time and came back on to do his whole, that's part of what he does for IJM is travels and speaks mm-hmm. at churches and things. Um, so yeah, he was very generous to come, oh, to come back on. They were fun. They were fun episodes. He's very funny. <laughs> He's very funny. Yeah. Which and if, to clarify, you would wear a dress now instead of run a marathon. I oh believe was the outcome of that one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And oh. I wore a dress a couple of Sundays ago to church and then I, I, someone came up and was asking about oh. the marathon. And then I was like, and now I'm wearing and a dress. I'm, I'm doing both. I'm doing everything. <laughs> I, like, I thought I could just run a marathon. Like, didn't I run a marathon so I wouldn't have to do this? And here I am. I don't get you. it. Doors are being opened. <laughs> um, but Jonathan Merritt, yes. the, I wanted to get back to that one. Yep. He was another one where I read his book, Learning to Speak God from Scratch, which should be required reading for human beings. Wow. It was so good. It really changed the way that I the way that I listen to people, the way that I'm able to stay more engaged in conversations after reading that book, because he talks about how words, sometimes the meanings of words can be flexible. Not to say that words have no meaning, but what a word means to you might not be exactly what it means to me. So especially when you get into hard conversations about like racial reconciliation, Mm -hmm. there are trigger words and to not be triggered, to listen with how or what does that word mean to them? And so to hear and to understand what they're doing, because that's good communication, mm-hmm. seeking to understand, not seeking to be understood. Right. But so his book was phenomenal. I loved it and reached out and said, I have a po- I read your book. I loved it. I have a podcast. Would you come on? And he said, sure. And I just knew that he had written this book. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, that's great. And then I was like, oh, who is he? <laughs> so I went and Googled. <laughs> He's written for The Atlantic. Oh, he was wow. like being a writer like words are his business and so that I was very nervous I can imagine because I was like words are your whole business and sometimes Mm. I lose my words right exactly did he admit (laughs) that he maybe does that or was he was he real about his own experience in that 
how he or is he just articulate all the way through he was like articulate yeah. all the way through and I'm not sure I mean I think I did tell him because I did have one person say to me you know oh my gosh Jonathan Merritt's coming on and they're like why I'm like thanks <laughs> ouch <laughs> yeah so he laughed he, he was like yeah ouch all right, let's look at, we're going to ask just a couple more on this season, then we're going to move to what's coming up. So I was thinking about, um, is there anything that you would have changed about your last season? As you as you can look back on it, look at your guests, look at your goals, look at what you did. What would, Is there anything that you would change about your Retreat House podcast for this last season? I don't think so. I they There were, yeah, I, I don't think I would change anything. I ha- When I went back and looked at, the guests that I had this season, I was really surprised. I mean, how often do we stop mm-hmm. and look back at something that we've done and take a look at it? Which is why I'm glad that we're doing this episode right. because it caused me to stop and look back. Yeah, and I'm just so grateful. Yes, exactly. For the people that said yes, that came on, and we had really great conversations, and some of them were hard conversations. No, I don't think I don't think I would change anything good good I love that answer so tell us what we can expect for season three. Oh, one one thing I want one okay. more thing I want to talk about Go season two part of the analytic data I can see is the geography of where people are listening and wow, so yeah most of them are the United States most of them are Minnesota within the United States but people have listened from every continent and really yeah and recently like a few like a couple here and there I don't even know how they find it recently I've been watching because I love all things British <laughs> there have been um from England from Britain really? yep, from the UK there have been people listening and then in Ireland which I'm Irish and Scottish so it's been really fun to see from those two places that there are people, there are listening. people listening so shout so, out yeah to all the British people that are yes. and the Irish people that are listening I think you have taken on the road go yeah. and go to her how would okay. your husband feel about that <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm just gonna run to <laughs> take it on the road do oh it gosh, authentically so much oh, fun. you should visit every continent yeah all so your, hello to all my international yes, listeners. There you go. You have to have that mm-hmm. as a regular now. <laughs> and to those of you internationally, mm-hmm. um, who would be, we'll talk about season three, but who would be a dream guest? Like who, who would you hope, who are you dreaming to get on the podcast? Well, one of the other speakers that we had at Set Apart. Set Apart last year. Yeah. We yeah. had Jill Briscoe and we had Annie F. Annie Downs. F. Downs. She is our friend, you know. Yeah, she. Yeah. <laughs> we've actually met her. We've and we've hung with her. Yep. Uh, so it would be super fun to have Annie F. Downs on as yeah. a guest. That yeah. would be fun. But I think I would really like to continue to have friends, like people who are in my life, mm-hmm. on to talk about their stories, to talk about things that that matter to them, and you know, to yeah, I just I just want to bring regular people. To the table to keep to just keep talking exactly mm-hmm. yeah I have that same heart we did we did a thing at set apart about that just real women real stories and it just what God is doing in people's ordinary lives is not ordinary Mm-mm. and it's extraordinary and that shines him and it's not about the people but it's about God so right. I love that I love that um okay I wrote down some names of some of your guests that you've had and I was thinking all right just tell me what pops into your head Vivian Vivian Mabuni. Mm-hmm. It's like sitting across the table from her having coffee or tea. That mm-hmm. every time I've heard her speak, and then even having her on the podcast, that was just I always feel that way. 
yeah. listening to her speak. Like we're just like this, like we're yeah. just across the table. I think I felt like that even just listening to it. I, I kind of felt like, oh, I could just grab my coffee and just hang, <laughs> hang with you guys. Yeah, that was super fun. What about um, J.D. O'Brien? What, what comes to mind when you... <laughs> he's so fun. When I say that name, He's yeah. so fun. So, and he's married to Stephanie. Steph. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stephanie Pastor Williams. Staff, yeah. local. Everybody loves it, and knows her. And so it was really fun. I That episode, I wanted to have her or have them on together. Oh, okay. I thought that would have been fun, but it didn't work out. But then because of this movie that he actually... I think they just finished filming oh, after the gunflint. Mm. Um, I thought, God, that would be really fun to talk about the behind-the-scenes process of making a movie. Yeah. So, and I didn't know him that well. Right. So it was very fun, and sort of talk about takeover because it was live. He, we, I was doing kind of a Q and A thing after, and so then he, like, he was like, "I've got some questions," and so he started asking like people in the audience questions, which was which was fun. It was very fun. His show is. is filmed up on the Gunflint. So is that uh, near Grand? I mean, you're that whole North North yeah, Shore person place I you love. love. Yeah. They so filmed at I can't remember if it's Temperance or Tedagooch. I think oh, it might be yeah. Temperance. It's so beautiful up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. How about um, Julie Swee? Is that how you say her name? Is that right? Jody. Sorry, Jody. My, Jody. Sorry, my Jody glasses Sweet. weren't on. I was trying really hard to do it without my glasses. Sorry, that was bad. <laughs> Jody Sweet. She has mm. so much energy mm-hmm. and i think the way that she describes herself as a jesus freak but she is ready to go right now with whatever god is calling her to do and like full steam ahead like just a doer wow that's so fun mm-hmm. you've had some really really great guests I have. all right so what can we expect for season three what's your what are you trying to do what are you gonna who are you gonna bring on what are your topics gonna be i well, one one series that has always kind of been in the back of my mind is like because there are some things that I don't want to talk about because they're just oh, hard things. Oh yeah. So I've thought about doing a series called "Stuff I Don't Want to Talk About." <laughs> That's so fun. And talk about like homelessness, and mm. we've had I've had some conversations with guests about racial reconciliation, but to you know dive into that dive into talking about poverty and just hard topics with people who are knowledgeable yeah but because again with that what i said about before when you listen because there's a cost to talk about those issues yeah because especially now in this day and age they're so emotional they're so political but to maybe listen in to a couple of people having a messy conversation but you know assuming the best about right. the human being across the table from exactly. you and listening to them yeah. and not being perfect in that conversation. And if we can listen into that, then maybe there are some things that we can learn from each other. Right. Well, even facilitating that conversation, like you could host, but then you'd have two people mm. that could have, I mean, that would be really fascinating to listen to because I don't think we know how to have those conversations and the way that we are right now in every realm and every mm-hmm. Um, sect that we go into it's just hard it yeah. is it's just hard so because everything's charged and everybody yes. it feels like I don't think this is true but it feels like right. everybody's ready to be offended everybody's yeah. ready to be on the defense instead of ready to listen yeah exactly great and to hold and to hold tension of things like some things it might be and not but right. like there might be a tension right. of or how about I don't know 
Mm -hmm. or I haven't figured it out yet or I'm just walking I just am trying right you know Mm -hmm. like there's not a right and a wrong always especially when you're talking about people right so Mm -hmm. any guests we can expect that you can give us some teasers of or people you know that are coming on or um asks that you have out there that we can pray for (laughs) (laughs) suggestion boxes do you have any suggestion boxes well people can i am so open to people like you can go to onto the website and i'll put a link in the show notes or you can just go to the website to the contact us section and people can send in who they would like to hear that'd be fun it'd be fun to hear more feedback from people maybe (laughs) yes yes definitely it would be fun to hear from people well and i really i yeah i mean even with creative things that i do i think feedback is hard to hear sometimes especially like this is this is like my baby so like picking a favorite sometimes feels like picking a favorite child but i think and i've had friends people who i know who this is their specialty you know they they do sound or yeah something like that that i've gotten some feedback which has right. been helpful that's helpful mm-hmm. yeah especially yeah, if they're good friends first feedback. and then, they, yeah. and then mm-hmm. they give you some is there some place where you um what you've learned about god in this whole process for the last couple of years is there is there something you want to address in that i'm leaving it intentionally very broad so yeah. you can say what you want but what's god doing in your heart what's he teaching you about what do you think he has for next season do you, are you I'm, super intentional about just laying it before him on a really regular basis? I, am, I would imagine you are. I'm very, very intentional about seeking God for what it is that I should be doing on the podcast. That's how it started at the very beginning. I woke up one night and wrote down Did you really? The, you had a list the series ideas. Mm-hmm. And then who who were the people in my life that that mm-hmm. I thought of for the different topics? Um, and so, and sometimes it's, I would much rather know ahead of time, like, here's the plan. Like, this is how I usually operate. Lord, here's my plan. Like I've got, I'm good. Like I've got my whole plan. Right. Just bless it and we'll just move on. Exactly. <laughs> but that's not how we work. No, no. <laughs> and so being in, so intentional about following where he's leading for the podcast yeah. sometimes means that. I'm getting to a point where I don't know, like my one series is coming to an end and I don't know what the next series is going to be. And it's so far, it's all worked out. I've not had a lag and I've had a show every week unless it's been a holiday or something. But yes, I'm very intentional about that. And I think something that keeps, that I keep being reminded of is his affection for me and his wanting me to use my gift mm. to, mm-hmm. to, to do, to, like to stand and to be faithful in using the gift, the, the gift that he's given me, and then to continue to hone that and, and develop it, which this whole process has been right. a huge learning curve. Yeah, yeah. He, so often, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any stories in the Bible about he gives you too many more steps ahead. It's usually like one mm-hmm. or two, like even go to that town, mm-hmm. look for the person standing by the well. And, you know, 
So I imagine, sometimes with me this happens, so I wonder if it happens with you when you get a guest on and then you're having the conversation, is there ever like an aha moment for yourself to say, oh, you were doing something in their life, Lord, that has nothing to do with my podcast. It's just what you're doing in their life. And we get to highlight that. Mm-hmm. And, and you, you see that he has a plan and that he is moving things forward and that you just get to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I always say it's it's very vesselly. Like you don't really know how you're going to be used, but you're the conduit and he does use you that way. Well, and that's been a really fun thing about doing the podcast. So the podcast then becomes a platform mm-hmm. for influence and being able to offer that to people, the friends who are doing things that I really believe in. Like one of the guests I had on earlier or I had on this season is to me Spencer and her story was so impactful for me and the conversations that I've had with her and then becoming friends on Facebook and following her on Mm -hmm. Instagram and just the way that she's living her life and the process that she's in has meant so much to me and now she's starting a nonprofit so be able to then turn and say come on the podcast I believe in what you're doing right and I want more people to know about what it is that you're doing so that yeah, so I've been intentional about doing that. Yeah. And then, you know, there have been conversations where I've had where God will, it's usually Judy Haugen. <laughs> when I have Judy <laughs> Haugen on, so she usually says something yeah. that is like soul piercing, yes. exactly what God is doing. Right. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, yeah. My vision of God is skewed because my mom died. That was one mm. thing. I think that was actually season one, but. Right, right. Yeah. That's. That I love so Or while I piercing. cry on the podcast is. <laughs> Here, let me so see if I can make you cry. <laughs> yeah. Do I have any questions that make you cry? Not really, but I do have a couple more because I hear there's some questions that you always ask on this mm-hmm. podcast. And mm-hmm. so I thought, well, let's, since I'm hijacking the whole, <laughs> no, let's turn the microphone around and say, first of all, tell us how you celebrate weird. I know we've heard some things about you because you added in, but anything else you want to add in? Like, what else do you do that's weird that you think, hmm? Not everybody does this. Just recently, I was thinking, I think because I was going to paint my fingernails, my guest, Pastor Steph, who was on, what her Celebrate Weird was that she always has to have her nails done. She does? Mm-hmm. Oh, I did not know that. <laughs> and I was thinking about painting my nails, and I was thinking about her Celebrate Weird. And then I thought, I I don't always like like to have a gel manicure or whatever. Right freaks me out after a while or to have my fingernails painted for too long because then my nails can't breathe. They can't breathe. They have to have a little breath. And I feel a little like claustrophobic <laughs> and I just have to get it off. My toenails, it doesn't bother me as much. It doesn't. But my fingernails. Yeah. And I'm a picker. Like if I get gel nails. Right. And if and there's it, one little mm-hmm. bump, oh, yep, yep. OCD. Yep, yep, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I can do polish. I can't do the fake. I remember I did them for my wedding. Mm-hmm. a long time ago and I was on the plane to my honeymoon and I was like biting them off because just they feel heavy on mm-hmm. my I don't like that like so suffocating interesting. Yes. Yeah. I never thought about that it's like little people that they're suffocating <laughs> I want to know now that you've been doing this for a few years it's taking on a life and so tell us about retreat how do you retreat what does that look like is it a place is it a posture how did that sound <laughs> nice very nice I what I appreciate I ask that question and I always think it's interesting people's answer Mm -hmm. sometimes people it's one or the other and some people are very intentional about the both there's the daily retreat and then there's the annual retreat and so I the daily what has been really helpful for me is there are two apps the bible app 
has plans on it, which have yes. been fantastic. We've been doing them as a family, mm. especially the Bible Project has oh yeah um, studies on there, and then they have for the devotional. A lot of times they'll have little videos. I did their one on the Shema, and it was uh, I'm yeah nerded out yes. hard on Hebrew, like the meaning of Hebrew Hebrew words. Which leads to the other one, which is the Blue Letter Bible, or you can go to blueletterbible.org yep. and look at what the Hebrew word is for something and then where it's used other places. And I was just, so ra'ah is a word that means a lot to me. It means basically to see, but not to just see, like to consider. And I can't remember what, it was a sermon and I can't remember what the Bible story was now, but the Lord was called the Lord who will provide. Maybe it was Abraham and Isaac when he was going to sacrifice Isaac and the and God provided a ram and so they called him the Lord will provide mm-hmm. well that word for provide is ra'ah and so when I looked it up in blueletterbible.org and it said provide was ra'ah I was like what mm. like that like God's like so what does that mean about what does God seeing us mean like it just the big so back again to Jonathan Merritt's book like yeah the meanings of words and how it's we like to just do this like little tight this is what it means this is what it always means but words have bigger richer meanings so long answer sorry so those are the those two apps so like daily kinds of questions or things that I'm nerding out about or wondering about and then the last couple of years I've been able to do just a couple of days away by myself which I'm an extrovert. So sometimes it's a little hard (laughs) (laughs) to get away and be by myself, Mm -hmm. but I I feel like it's, it's really good. And this, so I just had it a few weeks ago and I stayed at a place. It was over the 4th of July. My, Mm. our boys were at camp. My husband was, he won a lottery to hike at Yosemite. So he was there with a friend hiking. Yeah. And so I went up to the North shore of, of course, because that's my favorite. God's country. Yep. And I stayed at a place that wasn't by a lot of towns. Okay. And then it was 4th of July because I thought, oh, well, I'll stay at a lodge because then there'll be people. And I yeah. talked to strangers. Another celebrate weird. I talked to strangers. Yeah. But it, because it was 4th of July, it was all a lot of families, like family groups, which I didn't want to intrude on, which was good then because then I really had to be by we myself. retreated and you were by alone. Yeah. And what so, came out of that? Like our friend Nina Barnes will say, yes, I had to exactly. stop my body long enough for my soul to catch yes. up. Yes. Yes. And so, did it? Did you have some uh, tangible or understandable things that when you came back, you were like, I do feel refreshed. There was refreshment for my soul. Yes. And I had a twofold purpose for that trip mm. was to do some writing. Mm. And so I was able to get a lot of writing done, which was which was good. And that's been a whole nother obedience. Yes. Thing. I forgot to even ask yeah. you about that because it wasn't necessarily podcast. But do you want to talk about your book? Um, or you're writing? Yeah. So, so I'm, yeah. So I've been working on a book. Yes. And I'm not a writer by trade. So that would fall into the category of, I believe that this is something that God is asking me to do. And right. so I'll be obedient in it. And I really had to wrap my head around, I'm going to, I'm going to do this process and not concentrate a lot on the end or the outcome yes. because yeah. I will do that and be so narcissistic just right. to be honest sometimes because yeah. yeah. my personality is I like being up in front of people and so 
like I'll go there and oh I'll write a yeah. book and then I'll get to and speak I'll about speak it, about it and, and, and everybody will read the book yeah and, yeah not everybody but maybe some maybe a hundred right like <laughs> start with the podcast <laughs> but I really feel like the process has yeah. been important right and so trying to really just focus on what is the process what is again seeking God about what it what is it that he's wanting me to share and write about my story or his story or how those two things intersect and yeah so we'll see there is something it's sort of in the same uh, uh, idea of journaling when you write your story it's like you remember Mm -hmm. and you see where God entered in and he told the Israelites all the time remember remember because we forget so so I think when you write Mm -hmm. you it's a new it's a new way of seeing wow look at how he was involved in all of these different places and it may be for other people and he may give you an audience and it may be for you Mm -hmm. and and that's right we we don't get to decide how he's going to use it but that you're obedient in the process Mm -hmm. I heard a distinction between a writer and an author and I loved Mm -hmm. how she just said you I'm a writer and I'm I need to be obedient to being a writer if God makes me an author and and I get published that's his job but right now I need to be obedient and I need to be okay Okay. calling myself a, a writer Mm-hmm. It's different than an author, and I can use that title. So, well, and I definitely I want to be careful too because it, I think it's definitely a, a craft, and mm. people hone the craft mm-hmm. of writing. And I'm not there yet. I mean, I've had people take my writing seriously, which mm. has meant a lot to <sighs> me. Because, and the part of the reason I have a podcast and not a blog is because I th- I find speaking easier than writing. Right. So yeah, yeah. So sometimes I even hesitate to call myself a writer. Yeah. Because I know that that's really a craft that people hone. So interesting. Yeah. Well, this has been very, very fun. Do you want to end your own show or should I say something to end it? So you've been listening to the Retreat House podcast. And so season three begins officially when? When is the first episode of season three? In September. September. I'm not going. So full disclosure, I am looking for a job, like a regular job. And so. The podcast is something that matters to me, and I think it's God's still calling me to do it, so I will continue to do it. But I don't know that. I mean, that can that contributes to season three is that I don't know what the next few months are going to hold, and so right. I, well, and a lot of doors could be opening. You could find a whole bunch of guests, and yeah, and you never know. Mm-hmm. So it could be. So really, we'll see. So sometime in September, and mm-hmm. we will. If you subscribe, right. you'll get notifications. So subscribe right today. Mm-hmm. See if I do it for you. Then it's not like you're advertising. <laughs> subscribe to Retreat House Podcast. All right. right. Well, thanks for letting me do this. You are. Thank you for when you say people honing their craft. I thank you for the time, that and the energy and the heart that you've put into it for. For all the people that do listen, because you have brought people to the table and you have let us see other aspects, other perspectives, other other ways that God has worked in people's lives and we all grow from that. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me at the table. Any links or anything that we talked about during the show can be found in the show notes. If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe. Or if you've already subscribed, please go leave a review so others can find us too. If you want to keep up with what's happening with Retreat House, you can find us at at Retreat House Podcast. If you want to keep up with what's happening with me, you can find me at at Angela Smith MN. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week at the Retreat House Podcast. Mm-hmm.